0: Shalom to all. Today we're going to be learning Mishnah's brachas, Parag Mishnah Dalid, and Mishnah Hay. And today's Mishnahs are being learned Leilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Batsur Yaakov, Moshe, Aharon, Hashem should Aliyah, and B'schos, Rachel, Bastavar Getol, and Daniel, Eliyazor, Benzi, Parir, Rachel. They should be gebench with Zer Kayama, Bekar of Mamish. Now, back in the times of the Mishnah and Gemara, they were very careful when it came to Tuma. That's because they had the base on Mikdash and were makped to eat food in a state of Taira, and that's why when we encounter discussions of Tuma, it sometimes sounds totally Chinese to us because we don't really fully understand. Understand all the nuances and specific types of tumma and how tummy a person actually is when he becomes tummy with them. And in this Mishnah, we're going to learn about a balkari, which is a type of tumma that can apply to either a man or a woman, but more often it applies to men. Now, I'm sure you've heard of the Sefer and Suvim called Ezra. Maybe your name is Ezra or you have a friend named Ezra. And Ezra Seifer was one of the leaders of Klai Yisrael that actually brought the first group up from Bavel to Eretz to start rebuilding the second base on Mikdash. He actually lived at the time of the Perm story. So Ezra Seifer was Mesakain, that a Baal Keri is not allowed to learn Tyra until immersing in a Mikvah. And the ton and the first mission that we're going to be learning today holds that he may not even daven at all. So the question is, if he's not allowed to say Tyra and he's not allowed to daven, what does a Baal Keri do about Shema? So Mishnah Dal tells us, Baal Keri Mehar Baliboy, a person who's tameh because he's a Baal Keri He should just think in his heart, which means he should think the words of Shema. He shouldn't say them. As we said, the Tanakham holds that he's not allowed to say words of Tyra. He's not allowed to Davin. So therefore, he's not allowed to say the words of Shema. He should at least think them. Why is that? Since Shema is a mitzvah daireisa, so he doesn't want to be sitting around like a lump on a log, like a shtick halt, doing nothing while everyone else is saying Shema. So he should at least think the words of Shema. However, he doesn't make the brachas which means he doesn't even have to think the brachas of Kriya the brachas before Shma and the brachas after Shma, he doesn't even have to think them because they're only the and he doesn't have that responsibility to think those brachas. The Tanakhama continues, Vala when we're talking about food, so Mavarech L'Achorov, he should make the bracha after food if it ain't but he doesn't have to make the bracha before food. And once again, he's not actually verbalizing the bracha, he's not saying the words of the bracha. That means when he wants to bench after eating his delicious sandwich, he has to think benching to himself because benching is a Dairaisa, so therefore he has to think benching. However, making the bracha before food is only a drabanon, so he does not have to think those words to himself. Now Rabbi Yehuda Aymer Rabbi Huda tells us that it's not like that. He makes a bracha before and afterwards, and he's actually arguing completely with Tanakama. He says that when Ezra was misake in this, that is not what he had in mind, and therefore a person could say kriyashma, and he can bench, and he could say the brachas of kriyashma. He doesn't even have to think them to himself. He actually can verbalize those words. And now we're going to move on to Mishnah, We're going to continue talking about a balkari. I'm a person standing in Tfila, and what's tefillah again? Tefila shemayna esrei. So this person's standing and he's dominating shemayna esrei. shubal and he remembers ayve. I'm tame. I'm a He shouldn't stop shemayna esrei. He should shorten shemayna esrei. Now, how do you shorten shemayna esrei? It's pretty long. I wouldn't know what to skip out on and what to say. So the mepharshim explain how do you shorten shemayna esrei. All the middle brachas of Shmin Esray, you just say the beginning of the Bracha and the end of the Bracha. For example, you would say Atakin <speaking> Loadum Das, Bracha to Hashem, Khanin Hadas, <Hebrew> Hashivenu Vinol Sacha, Baruch Hashem, so on and so forth. You're shortening Shmain Esri that way. So we have our fellow who's a Balkari, and he really would like to go to the Mikvah and become Tahar because he doesn't want to be limited by the Tanakhama. He wants to be able to say all these wonderful words of Tyrant Fila. So the Mishnah tells us, Yarod Litbal, he went down to go to the mikveh, he walked down the steps of the mikveh, and he's inside the Mikvah. So hiskasas, vilik if he's able to come up out of the mikveh, cover himself, of course, you're not allowed to say Kriyashma unclothed, so if he has the the time to cover himself and say Kriyashma before it turns Nates, Yalevi Yiskasav Yikra, he should come up from the mikvah, cover himself, and say Shma. But Vimlav, if he does not have enough time, he's looking at his watch and the minutes are ticking by and he sees that he's going to miss Nates by the time he comes out and he's going to have to get on all of his clothing, he's not going to have enough time. So then what does he do? Yuskase b'mayim Yikra, he could cover himself with the water and say shema, which means he could really just dunk himself in the water up till his neck, so his head's above the water, but his body is below the water, and he could say kriya shema. However, says the Mishnah, avoloi he's not allowed to cover himself with the following types of water: b'mayim harayim, Not in foul, bad smelling water, or may mishra is water they used to soak flax in. Now, what does that mean? Foul smelling water. Imagine going to the mikvah with foul smelling water, and now. Having having this debate whether or not you're allowed to say Shema. So it's actually pretty interesting. Down in the southern part of Eretz Yisrael where there's a lot of desert, so you can actually go on some pretty nice hikes over there. And one time I was actually on a hike and we encountered this pool of water that was so gross and disgusting. It was green and red water. There was like dead animals floating inside and different things floating. You wouldn't want to go in that water in a million years. And to top it all off, that water smelled absolutely horrific. So let's say you had to go to the mikvah and that was the only mikvah you had. Maybe you'd be allowed to use it as a mikvah, but you definitely wouldn't be able to say kriyashma in that water because of how bad it smelled. So now the Mishnah continues with another halacha, but actually leaves out the first part of the halacha. The Mishnah says ad sheyata mayim, until you put water into it. What's that referring to? So let's say a person's standing there and he has to say kriyashma, and then all of a sudden he notices that there's a puddle or a pool of urine right in front of him. Now why there's a puddle of urine in front of him, I'm not really so sure, but it's there. And we know that you're not allowed to say kriyashma if there's something like urine in front of you. That's because the pus Success, and your machina, your camp, which means where you live and where you daven, where you learn, it has to be kadosh. And there's not allowed to be something which is not appropriate in front of you when you're davening or when you're learning. So he's not allowed to say kriyashma, mayim, until he dilutes that urine with some water, and then he's allowed to say kriyashma in front of it. The Mishnah asks, How far does a person have to distance himself from urine, from Glayim or from Tsaya which is excrement, that's what we would call gedalim and Kitanim. How far does a person have to distance himself from them if he wants to say shema or if he wants to Davin? The Mishnah says arba amos. He has to distance himself four Amis, And the Mefarshim explain that's only if it's to his side or behind him. He has to walk away four amos. But if it's in front of him, four amos isn't sufficient. If he could see the meiraglime or if he could see the tsayah, so then he has to keep on walking until he can't see it anymore. Even if it's more than four amos. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with the last Mishnah in Paragimel, which continues to talk about different types of Toma, and with the first Mishnah of Paragdalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.